This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. with the Comstock Report on the Greens. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Leithizer asked Brazilian President Bolsonaro to drop duties on U.S. ethanol imports. U.S. ethanol exports to Brazil had virtually disappeared for two reasons, one being that the Brazilian economy contracted a second quarter, this time 9.7%. That meant reduced demand for ethanol. The other was a 20% duty on imports. That duty expired Monday without the Brazilian government acting to extend it. What happens next? I was surprised that they let it go after Donald J. Trump put trade barriers on Brazilian steel. Brazilian quota allows 750 million liters of U.S. ethanol to be imported. It goes into northeast Brazil where it can be shipped from the United States as cheap as shipping ethanol up from the south of their country. The U.S. exported 340 million gallons of ethanol to Brazil in 2019. Brazil has a sugarcane-based ethanol industry and wants more U.S. access to sugar exports. It is building a corn-based ethanol industry in the Mato Grosso. I do not see Brazil as a long-term market for U.S. ethanol. They have the potential to produce their own. Bloomberg says that the suspension of the ethanol tariff may only last for 90 days, with Brazil expecting some reciprocal action from the Trump administration on sugar or steel. If it doesn't come, the duty goes back on. Looking ahead to next week's USDA September crop production report, FC Stone reduced their corn yield to 179.6 bushel per acre versus the August USDA yield of 181.6. A month ago, we thought the August USDA yield was too low. One derecho and flash drought later, now we don't. They lowered their soybean yield slightly to 52.9 bushel per acre. Given lack of rain this week, that is no longer realistic. Good to excellent Iowa soybean condition ratings have fallen 34% over the past several weeks and are not done deteriorating yet. Informer yields are coming Friday. Rain forecasts improve ahead for next week, but soybeans are made in August, not September. It gets warm here again this weekend before any rain. More heat is the coup de grace for our crop season. There is some irony over how Iowa started out the growing season with near-perfect conditions for planting with a full subsoil moisture profile, only to see it completely stop raining to the point that this is the worst end of the growing season I've ever seen in 46 crops. Prices are responding, but it takes a lot to make up for a loss of 40 to 60 bushels of corn or 15 to 20 bushels of soybeans. The losses may fall into the gray zone where revenue crop insurance is not as much help. The trade is starting to focus on the September crop report, which will come a week from Friday. This will be a tough crop for a field appraisal. What they measure typically assumes a normal fill, and we will not have that this year. The combines will get an early start, and that will be the best measurement. Another 596,000 metric tons of corn was marked sold to China by USDA on both Monday and Tuesday. One view of Chinese corn demand in the trade says that China will import 20 million metric tons of corn in the next calendar year, 12 million coming from the United States. Other trade sources say that China will import 30 to 40 million metric tons of corn next year, with 20 million metric tons or more coming from us. Who is right would make a big difference to the corn balance sheet. 
With a smaller crop and stronger exports, the 2020-21 corn carryover can get tight below 2 billion bushel. How will La Nina impacts the South American crop will also be material to our price. On the cattle, trends have turned down. The price of hay is typically seasonally declining at this time, as after summer production, hay users have their needs tucked away for the winter. As noted, hay prices have surged contra-seasonally due to the drought in the western United States. A lot of hay is irrigated in the U.S. and it is grown in arid regions, but it takes more water when temperatures are 90 to 100 degrees and pumping it is expensive. There will be no relief in hay prices anytime soon. Without irrigation, there would be nothing. The last cutting of hay here in northwest Iowa was short. There's a lot of corn silage being cut by dairies this year. This region is going to need a moisture recharge this fall and winter for there to be a decent start to the 2021 hay production. Ranchers and stockers will respond to a short supply, higher priced hay by moving feeders to auctions and feedlots quicker than they would otherwise. There is no shortage of hamburger as cow slaughter will be supported by drought liquidation as well. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, visit us in Royal Iowa online at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 